Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Well, surprise, it's just me. I'm my own guest. And I'm really happy to be here. You know, every once in a while, I do a solo show. I do it to share information that I'm passionate about. Um, Hopefully, you'll call in and talk to me and we can have a conversation about the topics today. And we can, you know, really hopefully change people's um, thought process about what our topic is, which is self-responsibility. And also how subjective perceptions and perspectives work into the whole piece of self-responsibility. So the reason I'm doing self-responsibility is if you've turned into last week's show, my guest David Robertson and I were talking about how self-responsibility is really the everything to shifting and changing what's going on within a person. You know, we come into this life, and yes, we do bring past life things into our current life that we still need to work out. We also gain more stuff as we go through our life, you know, and it goes from punishments to um, to what people may project on you, like a teacher, uh, an adult figure, an authority figure in your life, what other kids might project on you. And, you know, I, I repeat this quote often from Pretty Women, but Julia Roberts says that in one of the scenes, you know, when Richard Gere is telling her, like, how bright he feels she is and how special. And she says, you know, it's easy to, re- to just really believe the bad stuff. And we do. We go along life really taking in the negative stuff that we hear about ourselves, that we perceive about ourselves. Um, and it really sort of muddies up our perspectives, the way we see things. It also, with enough wounds, makes one defensive, makes one put the blame on somebody else rather than taking ownership. Now, I'm going to start by saying, as a child, I'm not asking anybody who's below legal age to, to take total responsibility of their, of their behaviors, their th- thoughts, words, deeds, actions. But when you become an adult, when you start walking in shoes of, of adult ages, 18 and above, you should have enough insight and perspective. I'm not saying it's the big picture, but you can start having the the understanding that you have to start taking responsibility for your choices. And you've heard me talk about, because this is one of the things I'm very passionate about, how much power there is in choice. And we make our choices based on our perceptions, based on our upbringing. But here's the thing. We don't have to. We don't have to own those. I mean, clarify. At some point, we do have to own what we're moving, what we're choosing into our life. So if you choose an abusive relationship, you need to look at your life and say, why? Why am I choosing? Why am I bringing this to me? 
then as I'm going to get into more, energy meets energy. That's a law of attraction fact. So if you're thinking of yourself in a negative way, I'm stupid, I'm, I'm not worthy, nobody likes me, blah, 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 blah. Guess what? You're going to bring up people that reflect those issues to you. And it's, it's, empower, it's empowering and it's powerful to know that when you take on and your own ownership of your choices as an adult, as you walk those shoes into adulthood, you really change your perspective on things by owning your behavior, by apologizing for your behavior. And when I say behavior, I'm not talking just actions. I'm talking about words you may speak, thoughts you may think, beliefs you may take on. When you take it, when you take ownership of it and you can change it, you move yourself from victim to victor. So when you hear someone talking about taking total responsibility, what does that mean to you? Why is learning to own your own actions, thoughts, words, and perceptions so important? And the importance is that by taking this responsibility, you now press process your information, which moves you, as I said before, from victim to victor. Now, you're going to hear me say that a few times because I believe it. And it's, it's powerful to know that you don't have to be a victim to anybody, not even to yourself. So I want to share that piece with you. Um, by owning your stuff means that you are accepting all the things you create in your life. It's about cause and effect. By owning your thoughts, your words, your actions, your perceptions, you stop reacting and begin to craft the life that you desire. Because when you blame and, you know, and project, well, you're not crafting your life. You're all giving your power away. And so when you begin to appreciate that things happen for you and not to you, it really opens up the window shade and shines a different kind of light in, right? I, I'm a true believer in this. And the reason I talk about this is because I had to do this in my life. You know, I, I had to take the woulda, the shouldas, the what ifs, you know, this is unfair, blah, 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 and really turn it around and understand that I am in my, the place in my life that I need to be to learn what I need to learn. Um, when you're 100% responsible, you have the power to choose how you want to react. Yes, we can choose our reactions. We can choose how we want to respond. And then whatever life throws at you, instead of reacting and blaming others for your lot in life, you are now taking ownership of it. You are become, you go from passenger to driver to the pilot of your life. And that's so empowering. And that's what I'm here to try to do is to share empowering insights for you that you can think about. And I would love to hear what your thoughts are, how you feel about what I'm sharing. Again, this is a call-in show. So you can feel free to call 888-346-9141 with any thoughts or conversation you want to have about this. You can email me at guidedspirits at gmail.com. I'm sorry, guidedspiritconversation at gmail.com. Or you can IM me on Facebook and I will be able to give you your answers. So going back to the conversation, 
once you take complete accountability of what you're experiencing in your life, your energy changes, it shifts, it raises. And then that's where the law of attraction comes in. So we're, as humans, we are 100% energy. Our thoughts, our feelings, our words, our actions, all energy. And what we think and feel and what we project holds a vibrational frequency. And that's where, like I said, law of attraction fits in. The law of attraction brings to us a frequency match. So if you have an angry, negative, or revengeful thought, if you feel that you're bitter and you act bitter and you talk bitterly, then you bring down your vibrational frequency. And as you've heard me talk in the past again, like attracts like. So if you're dealing with anger, resentment, bitterness, well, you'll bring experiences to you that reflect that energy pattern. Now, here's here's the great news. When you start to shift, when you start to take ownership, of your thoughts, of your words, when you are, you know, your your feelings raise when you feel more happy, joy, joyful, positive. Guess what? The results of the law of a pra- uh, excuse me, attraction will bring you more of what you put out. So you bring out joy, more joyful experiences will come to you. You bring out positive energy, positive words, thoughts. When you're kind to people, when you're grateful, guess what? You then bring back to you the raise in frequency from those emotions, actions, reactions. Now, doesn't that sound better than the negative about the the stuff that bring you down? And a vision you might we might uh, look at is all these negative energies, all these uh, these these projections, these blames, shames, guilt. If you visualize your body and then see that weights are hanging off your arms, off your shoulders, off your legs, off your neck, that's what the negative frequency feels like for me. That's the vision that's coming to me. That's what spirit's showing. And once you break free by taking ownership, by taking responsibility of how you feel, your thoughts, your actions, well, then you. Well, then these weights, you could see them slowly just being cut off, right? So it's like being corded, C-O-R-D-E-D, not C-O-U-R-T-E-D. And so being corded to all this, this heavy stuff. And sooner or later, when you do this, when you take the ownership, when you take the responsibility, you start to lighten your load. And then you start to receive the things you want to manifest, the happy, joyful, the life you are divinely meant to live. So as soon as you acknowledge that your thoughts come from your mind and what you feel is happening to your body based on your thoughts, what comes out of your mouth is your voice and your actions take you, are, are, you have to take ownership for what for it. So if you can take charge of your response, so instead of being bitter, angry, owning it and turning it around, you then start becoming empowered. That's where empowerment comes from. And you have a choice. You have a choice to allow someone to place a thought or a belief in your mind, 
which or ultimately you can choose to believe what was said, or you can choose to disregard it and base it on your own experiences, your own thoughts, rather than taking on someone else's. So, you know, there are many people, look at a gang. I'm just going to use a gang as an example, where they have you doing things that you might not otherwise do. You, you gain a belief system because it's your family. They become your family. They have you do things, rob, injure, uh, or possibly kill another individual. Is it because you want to, or is it part of the requirement of being part of, quote unquote, the family? You have the ability to choose not to do it. You have the ability to choose to change your life, to make a different decision. So I have some quotes that I want to share with you, and then we'll talk about them on the other side. So Anne Frank, this is a quote from Anne Frank. Parents can only give good advice or put them on the right path, meaning their children. But the final forming of a person's character lies in their own hands. And that's what I was saying. At a certain point, you've got to stop blaming somebody else for your lot in life and take responsibility because you're making choices. You're doing things, whether it's conscious, unconscious, subconscious. Those are your words, thoughts, and actions. And people are reflecting them back at you. So if you have trouble getting along with people, let's say in the workplace, everything starts out great. There's a, it's a love fest. And all of a sudden, it turns on you. You have to wonder, what, what is it about you? What is your responsibility in the turning of the tide? What is your responsibility in the turning of the experiences that you're now having? And then you can take responsibility for it. Um, I say this to my clients all the time. And I, again, I'm repeating myself. But I think it's important that no matter what your early life was like, when you become an adult, the choices you make are yours and no one else's. And it's at that time that you need to stop blaming your early life, for your decisions, because now you're an adult and you're leading your decisions. It's powerful, right? It's Think about that. Um, and here's, look, at, sometimes owning what we do because of the guilt, the shame, it's, it's difficult to forgive ourselves for. But here's the thing. We've all been there. We've all done things that we're guilty of, that we're ashamed of, that have hurt another person. But by forgiveness, and we hear me talk about forgiveness quite a bit, but forgiving yourself for the words, the actions, the thoughts, whatever it might be, helps to release you from those binds, from those weights. And here's the thing. You can forgive yourself, you can forgive another person for what they might have projected on you without the perfect person actually being in front of you. Now, there's a debate out there. And if you have a debate, another belief system, I'd love to hear it, where no, you have to, you have to say you're sorry to someone's face. Well, sometimes the person might be very toxic. The situation might be very toxic. So you don't want to actually see these people again, but you do want to forgive them. You want to forgive yourself for your part in the situation. And the reason being is that it frees you to move forward in your life 
in a easy or an easier kind of way. You might feel a little wonky as you're going through the process, but stick with it. It's worth it on the other side. It's like going through the storm and at the end seeing the rainbow or the double rainbow on the other side. It's so exciting um, when you start to really flow in ownership of your behaviors. And then you'll find that you can change how you feel, your thoughts, or how you react, or how you perceive what the actual situation was. We're going to go to break. I'll be right back. Feel free to call me at 888-346-9141. Text, um, IM me on Facebook, or email me at guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com with any questions, thoughts, concerns, or opinions. We'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a fucking long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Fucking Long Journey to Loving Myself, a guide to a shorter path to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, no, there's nothing wrong with uh, your radio or your phone or whatever device you're using to listen to or watch the podcast. I am my own guest today. So if you don't know about my background, I'm an energy healer, master metaphysician, intuitive. I am a public speaker. I am the best-selling author of my effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path, and my sacred journey, or journal, excuse me, and I am the creator and host of the show. So every once in a while, I come on and to talk about subjects that are near and dear to my heart. And today, it's about self-responsibility, subjective perceptions, and perspectives. So when we left, we were talking about a quote from Anne Frank, which I'm going to paraphrase by saying um, that... You know, your parents can do 
can give you good advice. They can give you bad advice. They can put you on the right path or not. But the final forming of your character lies in your own hands. That's a paraphrased quote from Anne Frank. And I was saying how I agree at some point, and I talked to my clients about this, you have to take responsibility for what you do say and why, you know, if you're having a bad situation at work, instead of blaming others for what's going on, you also need to look at what, what's your part in this? Where's your responsibility? Where does it lie in the situation? If everything is all great and hunky-dory, did you say something that might have been perceived as harsh, cruel, mean? Without you knowing it, you may think it's the most, um, it's, just a, it's just a comment, right? Like, eh, it's like, you know, excuse the expression, a fart in the wind, right? It just comes, it goes, boom, and it disappears, uh, disappears but it doesn't. It leaves its mark. So checking out why you, you, you know, there's been this change, you have to look at yourself first and foremost as to where the change is coming and why the change is coming. So we had a question while we were on break and Stacy was asking, what criteria do you use to make important personal decisions in a personal responsibility way? So how do you make your decisions? How do you, what's the criteria? I don't think there's an exact formula for me, but I weigh things out in a different kind of a way. Before I'd weigh things out and justify everything. And we as humans, we are the masters at justifying our relations, um, our reactions to things. So for example, somebody says something to you and you can justify your situation with saying, well, they were mean, they were cruel. But you also have a choice. And again, I talk about the power of choice. Um, and that is, you don't have to react in a defensive manner. Sometimes you don't have to react at all, and you don't have to answer. My, my philosophy now is take the time to think about it. If somebody sends you a text or a letter that is unri- um, unjust or you feel it's unjust, take a second to think, okay, Why are they bringing this to me? And then think about your responsibility. And then, you know, think about the the circumstances that they're bringing up. Now, this has recently happened to me. I take responsibility for my actions. Sometimes earlier in my life, even now, I could be ill-prepared to handle a situation. And I'm only doing the best I can with what tools and information I you know, I know or have. And if you go doing things with the highest of intent, with the best of intent, not for your highest and best good, but to try and give the other party something that they needed, and maybe the execution just wasn't received well, or maybe it wasn't executed well. Either way, but when you take ownership of that, when you take responsibility of that, then you take the time to think about it and then you can respond if a response is necessary with something that comes from the heart, with something that 
you know, you own. Look, at, we're all human. And I've made a ton of mistakes in my life. Though when I was doing the action, the thought, the words, whatever it might have been, the intention might have been truly well-placed. The intention might have been for the highest and good of everyone else. But I, you know, like, and I am referring to a personal situation. Um, I just didn't have the tools to do it well or right, though I thought I was, though I thought I was doing what was for the highest and best good of the situation. It happened. So to answer the question about criteria, I don't have a criteria. The only thing I'm going to say regarding criteria is to be thoughtful, to look at your part in whatever is happening. And so that is part of taking self-responsibility, full responsibility. And here's the thing. We're going to talk more about perspective and subjective perspective a little bit later on in the podcast, but no that everything happens is based on perception and perspective. And so a cartoon just recently passed my feet. I'm just sort of diverting from the show a second, but where a man is hanging over a cliff, holding a woman's hand, and he's struggling and thinking to himself, why isn't she helping to pull herself up? And the woman's hanging there, and there's a little opening you know, or a foothold, but in that foothold is a snake. She sees the snake, but the guy doesn't. And she's going, doesn't he know there's a snake here? And that's why she's not pulling herself up to put it in there. We each have our way of looking at things. And that's how we process what's happening. So sometimes we need to pull back on the perspective to say, oh, wait, maybe something's going on that we don't see that we can't grasp. So I'm going to finish that, that um, que- um, the question from Stacy. I have another question that says, tell us about your services you offer to help people work through accepting self-responsibility. In my intuitive life coaching program, we talk about everything. And one of the areas we discuss and I help work you through, work with you through is how to take self-responsibility. And if there's something that's coming up and you want to talk about it and you are open to change, you really want to take the change, we work through this through my life coaching program. And you can check that out at Marla Goldberg and Goldberg has two rs.com. And it'll talk to you about my services, what we do, what I do, and how I can help you. All right, I want to get back to talking about self-responsibility. John C. Maxwell says, the greatest day in your life and mine is when we take total responsibility for our attitudes. That's the day we truly grow up. And I, he uses the word attitudes. I use the word actions. They're, They're basically the same, attitudes and actions together. Um, go into self-responsibility. So when you make, take your own choices, you take ownership, excuse me, of your own choices, you are walking through your path as a mature adult. When you blame, when you project on somebody else, when you refuse to understand your part of any situation, of any dance, then you're not walking in the shoes of somebody who is walking in a mature way and in a grown-up way. There's still some 
irresponsibility and immaturity that happens. I'm not calling you immature, but it shows a lack of maturity on how you handle your life. Um, I'm going into a quote by Buddha, from Buddha. It says, you do not give attention to what others do or fail to do. You give it to what you do or fail to do, which really um, goes into what I had just said. It doesn't make a difference what others do, what they don't do. Don't focus on it. What you need to focus on is you, your intent, your actions, your words, your thoughts, your deeds. It's just important to take responsibility because you have the ability to control. You can call somebody a name or you can get your point across using adult words. The choice is yours. Again, we go back into the power of choice. I'd love to know what you're thinking about this conversation. Would love it if you would call in 888-346-9141. You can text me at or IM me on Facebook or email me at, mar, um, at guided spirit conversations at gmail.com. So I want to go into the powerfulness that the power within the meaning of Buddha's quote. You know, again, I mentioned we talk about blaming somebody else for misfortune. In our pre-birth plan, and if you don't know about pre-birth planning, when we're in the soul, we're in our soul self on the other side, we design a pre-birth plan, which includes a lot of the experiences we have, um, the interpersonal experiences. We choose our parents, our siblings, our teachers. We know on the other side what we're going to experience on this life. But for some reason, when you come through the womb, whoosh, you forget it. And so by the pre-birth plans we choose, we're choosing these, these experiences so we can clean them up. So if we clean them up in this lifetime, guess what? We don't have to experience them again in another lifetime. If we don't clean them up or if we don't clean them up all the way, we will have to deal with the remnants of it in another lifetime. So wouldn't it be better to work on it in this life when you're aware of it and you don't have to deal with it again? You may have to deal with something else, but this piece is gone. And here's something I just recently learned is that lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, you will experience similar things until you are able to heal and clean and clear up these situations, issues that you're not taking responsibility for. So um, we've got to stop blaming others for your plight. You need to go, again, from victim to victor. When you stop blaming, you're able to get in the front of the car, in the behind the driver's seat, and then direct your own life, direct where you're going through your life and how you want it to be. When you take ownership, you then have the ability to discern the kind of individuals or situations you want in your life, you want to deal with, or that you don't. It is... Um, you are you are really so powerful. You have so much ability to really control your destiny, to to control the road that you're on. And to me, knowing that brings a level of freedom, a level of independence that when you're blaming, you don't have. So 
Mateo Sal from The Awakened Empath, The Ultimate Guide to Emotion, Psycholo- Emotional, Psychological, and Spiritual Healing, says, It is in no way, shape, or form your cosmic duty or responsibility to take away the pain of another person. It is because by absorbing the pain of others, you're depriving them of a vital element of their spiritual and evolution, airy and karmic growth. What? That's pretty powerful, right? So what is Mateo saying? It's saying that it's not your, this is, a, this is when you try to take someone's pain away. You don't want them to hurt. So you want to take it on. Basically, it's being a savior. And it's not your responsibility to try to save them or fix them. Sometimes they have to go through their own experiences so that they can grow, that they can mature as an adult, clear their karma, and unhinder their spiritual growth as well. There's so many things that I know I never thought of before, but I, I learned and I'm still learning about that. And it's true. And and I'll share another personal antidote. So I married my first husband. I adopted his children. One of the things that, um, I I don't know if I'd say attracted me, but my desire, my savior was out front and center when I stepped into the relationship. And frankly, I could have done without the shenanigans of my former husband. But I know what my dysfunctional life was like, and I saw these two children, and I wanted to help them. And so I said to myself, I could do it. I could help them. I could help them to live a healthy, functional life. Well, I put my energy into it. It cost me some health. Um, I have, you know, based on it, based on the stress. And what I'm learning now is maybe not going into that family, not compromising my health would have been more for their highest and best good than for me to come in and to try to help mold them, shape them, guide them and give them direction in life, give them tools that they could use for their life purpose. And I don't know how things would have changed because I did take this life. I did make this agreement. But my empathy, my compassion for the situation really is um, had me move into it. And it's about perception, right? So what, it's the perception that I took of what their life was like and what was going on. So let's talk about perception. Perception is the way you think or understand about someone or something. It's also how you interpret from your five senses, the touch, the sight, the sound, the smell, and come up with a belief system. Look at two people can look at a glass of water, you know, where the water only comes up yay high, let's say in the half. Some people will say it's half full. Some people will say it's half empty. Those are perspectives. They're both true in the mind of the person who is thinking about it, who's saying it. But the information is the same, yet interpreted differently. So when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about perspectives and its role in perception and how this works into 
self-responsibility, taking the responsibility, and how you can use this to shift your perspective or your perception or, and move into a growth of, for yourself. So again, if you want to call in, the number is 888-346-9141. Again, 888-346-9141. The email is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Or feel free to IM me on Facebook. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is a unique show. It's a solo show with just me, myself, and I talking about self-responsibility, subjective perspective, perception, and how it puts us in the driver's seat when we take ownership, when we take responsibility. But it is charity shout-out time, and my charity is um, Pause P-A-W-Z of Chicago, and I love that that not-for-profit. It's a no-kill shelter in Chicago. Um, I've adopted dogs. I've donated, you know, I give donations there. And I really like how they treat the animals, how they treat the people who are adopting the animals. So, and I have two charities. So I would appreciate it if you would look up pawsofchicago.org or pawschicago.org and see how you can help them. In addition, okay, mayoclinic.org. They are unbelievable. They are miracle workers and they've done, they've performed miracles on me more than once. So I really love Mayo Clinic and my experiences with my doctors. 
and through all the procedures I've had there and how amazing they've all been. So check out mayorclinic.org because it's an incredible, incredible institution. And I have one more, which is St. Jude, stjude.org. When I lived in Memphis, I really learned about St. Jude and how St. Jude pays the travel, the lodging for the family of children with cancer. And they do miraculous cancer research and um, have, done, have, have really allowed many children to live a full and healthy life, which they might not otherwise have been able to do it because they couldn't afford it. So all of those charities are near and dear to my heart. I have more, but those right now are the top three on my bucket list of charities. So I hope you'll check them out. I hope you'll support them and understand, um, you know, not understand, but help them. So Lindsay, I want to thank you for watching this. Lindsay was saying how she's now stepping into um, her self-responsibility and knowing that it is one of the beginning steps that is so important in building life. Um, I want that you content, oh, my contentment is great and uplifting and grateful. And here's the thing, Lindsay, you too, when you start taking ownership of it, not everything is going to feel bad because self-forgiveness is one of the hardest things that we can do. You know, sometimes it's hard to forgive another, but it's hardest to forgive ourselves. And we treat ourselves worse than we would let anybody treat us. We say the worst things to ourselves in our minds or even out loud. So give yourself grace. Give yourself the rope that you need to forgive yourself and let it go because we all do things and the power is in the the forgiving and letting go so know that please and um know how it can help you so when we went on break we were talking about perspective so perception is the way you look why you the way you think or understand someone or something Perspective is the way of, of regarding something. It's influence. I'm just sharing these terms of point of view. Perception, we're running out of time, so I really want to get this in, can be influenced by past experiences, feelings, and thoughts. Perspective is affected by the attitude of these thoughts, feelings, and experiences. Perception, perspective influences your perception. Perspective is looking at things at a new perspective that can change your perception. So you could perceive, and I talk about perceived negative um, situations that have come to me. And I say perceived, and the reason why is what I perceive is painful and hurtful. You might say, oh, that's not bad. I don't see that as, as that bad. That's why it's the perception. So by choosing, to change that, uh, you can, you know, change the impact that it has into your life. Um, subjective perception. Now, you've heard me say that a few times today. It's an opinion or judgment from, a, from personal experiences and personal view of life. So, let's say you burnt your tongue on hot soup. Well, your subjective perception is that hot soup burns, hot things burns, and then hurts. 
But the reality of it is, if you let it cool down, it won't burn and hurt. And not everything um, comes out that hot. So it changes it. It's a, it's a subjective perception opposed to objective is a perception that is filtered through all of your pri- previous experiences and memories. All right. So here's, a, here's an example. It's winter and snow is falling. Person one says, I love snowfall. It reminds me of my childhood in Wisconsin. Person two says, I'm sick of the snow. I can't wait till winter's over. And the third person says, thank God it's snowing. I have a contract to plow three properties today. Same snow, but it's perceived differently by each each individual. I find that to be incredibly powerful when you think about it. You know, mull it over, like, what is that for you? And how does your subjective perception affect your perspective? How does it affect the way you react? How does it affect the way you pull in information and process it? How does it affect you when you take this information and use it to beat yourself up? It's powerful. It is truly, truly powerful. So Lindsay's asking... Do you know being in the known flow of love affects our perspective largely? Yes, it does. I agree. It does affect our perspective largely. When you're, you're coming from a place of love or working at coming from your place of love, because it's a process, everything is a process. So it's not, and nothing happens like this. You can't just say, I'm going to love everything and everyone because you're eventually going to get triggered. You're eventually going to have somebody, um, you know, get get your goat and get you riled up, trigger you. So even, even walking in love, walking with your heart open is a process. It's a learned process. And you also have to learn to trust the feelings that you get when you walk in that path. Um, I try to walk in love, with love, send love all day long. But I will be honest, there are things that will tweak me. There are things that will trigger me. And then it's like, okay, why am I getting triggered? Why is this affecting me this way? And then I have to look at me and say, okay, what is it about this individual or this circumstance or experience that is really triggering me? And then I have to reground. Once I figure it out, if I figure it out, sometimes you have to give yourself grace and space to have it have it um, integrate into your into your mind, into your heart, so that you can have that epiphany, that idea of, oh yes, I get it, I understand now. This is why it's happening. It could have been something that happened in childhood, something that happened between you and a friend or a teacher or a religious authority figure or any other authority figure. So as we're getting ready to close the show, which I hope you enjoyed this conversation, I want to leave you with a question. If life isn't going, I need to read this because I wrote it down, going your way, do you fall victim or do you raise yourself to victor? Do you allow that situation to drive you or do you become the 
the pilot of your own plane and fly yourself where you want it to be. So I hope this has been insightful, helpful. If you have any questions, please feel free to, to email me at Marla, Marla at mghealer.com or at guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Um, you can send me a message on Facebook. If you want to go to my YouTube page and subscribe, like, review my podcast, Guided Spirit Conversations, I would be so grateful um, because I really would like to know what your thoughts are about today's conversation. And I'm grateful that you were a part of it. So I want to say thank you to everyone at Voice America for taking the time to uh, the time and your expertise to get the show up and running and all the things you, the magic you perform to have me sounding good, my guests sounding good, and to have this play well. I want to thank Bridget, my assistant. She's my right arm, my left arm. Um, I just adore her and I'm grateful for her every single day. I want to thank you, the listening audience, for being a part of this show. Whether you're listening, watching, or watching a replay, your participation is so important because this show was created and developed with you in mind to bring you tips, tools, conversations with powerful insights and things that you can bring into your life to help shift, change, or enhance your current life circumstances. So grateful for you for taking time out of your day, out of your life for it. I am so grateful for you that you're in my life in whatever capacity it is. If you haven't heard these words today, I love you because you are loved. And it's important that you know that from my heart to yours. Check out my website at MarlaGoldbergWith2Rs.com to see how I can work with you, how I can help you in your life circumstances. Uh, there you'll find um, my book, My Effing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path, my sacred journal, which is an adjunct to the book, a, a tool to help you, my original screen pillow, my articles, my interviews. You will find them all there. And until next week, as always, I send you love, blessings, and gratitude. Stay well. Stay joyful. Don't let the news bring you down. And just allow, just be, I'll put it this way. You be you. Let somebody else be who they are. And live your life in joy and happiness. Till next week, stay tuned. Stay well. Love you. Bye for now. Bye.